celebration. We have so many people who have chosen to follow you and to make it public. They want everybody to know that they are not turning back. They are not looking behind them. They are only looking forward with you. God, we celebrate that this morning. Would you soften our hearts, Father, that we would just be attentive, that we would listen to these testimonies, and that we would put ourselves in their shoes. God, that we would just remember our own stories this morning. Um, and that it would just draw us closer to you. We love you so much, and we ask this in your name. Amen. You can be seated. Maybe you're just going to stay in the dark. That's what it's like. All right, whether you're in the dark or not, it's Baptism Sunday. We're super excited uh, to be together. So I want to take an opportunity just real quick before we get into it. Um, Talk about why baptisms, why the way they do, and what the heart is behind what we're doing. And so, out of scripture, again, I'm never going to be able to read this. Is there really no lights that we can turn on? Okay, never mind. So, again, Great Commission. So, so Jesus. 
He just gets to the point where he says, hey, you know, I'm at the end of my life. This is what I want you to be able to do. And here's what he says in the Great Commission. He says, to his disciples have given all the authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teach those disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, that I am with you to the end of the world. So we've always said, like, listen, one of the things for us that shows you have a healthy church is you're fulfilling the Great Commission, right? We know that God is working before us. God is working in the lives of people. He wants his people to be found, those that are lost. And as a church, it's our responsibility, right, to be out preaching the gospel to people and being able to celebrate with them. So I want to just share to you, how does it work real quick? This is one of my favorite stories. This comes from Acts, and this is going to be Acts 8. So in Acts 8, Philip, I'm going to read this to you because there's five marks of how to be able to carry out the Great Commission. This is Acts 8, starting in verse uh, 26. It says, But as for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go over to the road that runs from Jerusalem through the Gaza desert, arriving around noon. So he did. If you want to fulfill the Great Commission, like if we want to be a church that fulfills the Great Commission, you need to listen and do. Right? That's what you're seeing. You're hearing, you know, somebody who said, hey, the, the Spirit of the Lord told me to do something. He didn't know what's going to be the end result of it, but he went and did it anyway. And so being able to fulfill the Great Commission means that we as Christian people have to do this. And here's what's cool, right? The reason we do stories or the reason that we're gonna, you're going to hear these stories is here's what you're going to hear in every one of these stories. You're going to see these five things. Somebody... Yes, we're celebrating somebody getting baptized, but we're also celebrating that somebody shared the gospel, right? Like the reason that you're celebrating that baptism is because somebody heard from the Spirit, go talk to that person, preach this message, do these things, and because of that, their life has changed. That's part of the celebration with that. Then he goes on and he says this, so he did. And who should be coming down the, the road but the treasure from Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace the queen. He had gone to Jerusalem to worship at the temple and was now returning in his chariot, reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk alongside of the chariot. Here's another mark. Not only do you have to share the gospel, you have to be on a journey with people. Right, so if he says go, we not only have to go, and this is part of our problem, we want to go and share the gospel and think everything should change, but he says go and walk with them, right? So part of the things that you're going to hear in the story is people that maybe shared the gospel year after year after year after year, people that walk with people, right? People that are going to be willing to be on a journey, people that are going to be able to walk down that road. So a mark of the Great Commission is people that are not only willing to share, but people that are willing to walk down that road. He goes on and says this, Philip ran over and heard what he was reading and asked, do you understand it? Of course not, the man uh, replied. How can I when there is no one there to instruct me? So here's the other thing you can have confidence in. If God tells you to go and tells you to walk, he's already working ahead of you. So part of your confidence can be this, understanding that that person was searching not just on their own accord or searching because God put in the heart of every man to search for something more than what you have on this earth. For the heart of every person that's in this room here today, this is a part of your story and you're going to hear it a part of their story. I came to this point in life where this wasn't enough. 
right? It came to a place in life where running the race wasn't enough, right? Like I needed more than what I had. Everybody's searching, waiting, because there is some confusion until somebody helps them understand, right? And so what you're going to hear as a part of this story is what we hear next when he says, he says, how can I when there is no one to instruct me? And he begged Philip to come into the chariot and sit with him. The passage of scripture he had been reading was, uh, was this. He has led sheep to a slaughter and a lamb to the silent before the shears. So he opened not his mouth. In humiliation, justice, justice was denied him. Who can expect to express the wickedness of people of his generation? For his life is taken from this earth. The eunuch asked Philip, was Isaiah talking about himself or someone else? So Philip began with this same scripture and then used many other scriptures to tell him about Jesus. Here's the point. When people are searching, you're going to hear this in the story. We need to not point them to us, but we need to point them to Jesus because you don't have all the answers right? Like we can sit there and you're going to hear in these stories, people that were searching for answers. And sometimes we get in the way and try to say, we got all the answers, but we're not Jesus, right? The answer to the problem in people's life, everybody has it. The answer to that problem is not becoming a better person. The answer to that problem is Jesus Christ, right? And we're going to celebrate people who have accepted that piece of it and that somebody was willing to share that gospel, right? Because it's hard when you meet with people, understand this, is that we want to put it in human terminology on how to fix your life, where we just need to admit the only fix that will fix you forever is Jesus. And nobody intuitively understands that until somebody tells them. Does that make sense? you got to share the gospel. Somebody's got to be willing to say, this is the gospel, this is the answer, and these are the things that you need to do. Another marker inside of that. So as they rode along, they came to a small body of water, and the eunuch said, look, water, why can't I be baptized? You can, Philip answered, if you believe with all of your heart. And the eunuch replied, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He stopped the chariot, they went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. What's the natural response to a person who has been changed by the love of Jesus Christ? Get up here, get in the water, get baptized and celebrate, right? That's the response. There is no other response to the gospel other than to say, listen, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show in front of everybody that I'm a new person. All right, so here's what I want to challenge you with. So we're getting ready. We're going to play videos and then going to come up and people are going to be baptized. One of the things that I want to tell you as you're here that one of the things that we know via scripture is, is that not often do we hear the angels celebrating other us just gathering on a Sunday morning, but the angels in heaven celebrate over someone coming to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So I hope we can celebrate with them, right? So after they're getting baptized, we pray that you will celebrate with them and, and celebrate their story. The other thing is that I want you to know that at the end of all of this, we're going to have an opportunity for anybody in this room, and I'll just challenge you, if you feel led and you understand the gospel and God has moved your heart, don't wait. Come up at the end, get baptized, celebrate. Don't wait for another day, another time, another baptism Sunday, because I'm just going to tell you, you don't know that you get another Sunday. You don't know that you get another day. 
right? So if your opportunity is at the end of this service, right? And just so you understand, both services might run together. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but honestly, I don't care. Right? I want to celebrate together. I want to see people get baptized. I want to celebrate lives change. And so again, as we watch this video, can we together as a church celebrate life change? Here's your first video. Hi, my name is Bryce. Hi, my name is Chase Gray. My name is Stephanie Ansbach. Hi, my name is Brandon. My name is Wyatt, and I'm so excited for this. My name is Michaela Strom. My name is Maggie. My name is Todd Allen Lil II. My name is Macy. My name is Cheyenne, and I'm I'm Ryan. And my name is Mike. My name is Kelsey. My name is Robert. My name is Chris. My name is Autumn Jackson. Hey, I'm Jaden. My name is Sawyer Kaufman. <laughs> my name is Anastasia. My name is Logan. My name is Melanie. Hey, my name is Briar. I'm very emotional. I'm getting baptized today. And I'm getting baptized. And I'm getting baptized today. And I'm getting baptized. I'm getting baptized today. I'm getting baptized. And I'm getting baptized today. I am getting baptized today. And I am getting baptized today. I'm getting baptized. And I'm getting baptized today. Yeah! <laughs> I'm getting baptized today. I'm gonna get baptized today. I'm getting baptized today. And 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 I'm getting baptized today. I'm getting baptized today. I'm gonna get baptized. I'm getting baptized. I mean, I'm getting baptized today. And I'm getting baptized today. Oh, wait. <laughs> Yay! Uh, my name is Barry Moser. I'm 57 years old. I'm an industrial maintenance guy for Braden Products in Columbia City, Indiana. Um, my interests are uh, the gym, Life Church, uh, participating in DECA events, uh, my girlfriend Kelly, uh, been divorced twice. Um, I'm a weekend Laker, enjoy swimming, pontooning, kayaking. How I got to Life Church was. Um, Go to the gym with uh, Ricardo Molinax, and who's also a member here at the church, and um, he was helping me on the side, and then asked me to come to church with him one day, and so I did, and I figured, what did I have to lose? It was going to be an hour out of my Sunday that I didn't have anything else going on. For someone who not uh, didn't want anything to do with organized religion, um, I sure do like Life Church. Before I started coming to church and let Jesus into my life. Um, I was pretty empty. Uh, my life was not very fulfilled whatsoever. Um, spent the night in jail, uh, lonely all the time, smoked a lot of weed, drank a lot of alcohol. Despite all of this, I, I was always a hard worker, always made it to work, never used any of my vices for an excuse to not be at work. But I had no balance in my life. I, work just seemed to be another form of addiction. It was just, I was either working or I was inebriated. When I welcomed Jesus into my life, uh, my personal life became more fulfilled. I met my girlfriend and continued working at the gym and um, continued working out and uh, seemed to just be more at peace with myself and uh, want to be baptized to um, make the commitment to give my life to Jesus. Can handle the ups, the downs um, easier, can handle the ups easier. and. Uh, not have such a short fuse, 
Um, not, not let the downs get me down so much, just kind of roll with it. Uh, realizing that I don't have control in my life anymore um, makes life a whole lot easier. Oh, how have I been changed by God as I uh, don't feel guilty anymore? Uh, I'm not ashamed of uh, my personal life anymore. To continually follow Christ after my baptism, uh, continue to attend church, um, listen to podcasts on the Life Church app, um, join my uh, Sunday evening Bible studies online with um, Rob Ollinger and uh, try to disciple others and get them into the church and show them the path of uh, Christ. I'm very emotional. I'm getting baptized today. So I don't know if you saw his biceps or not. Uh, but so Barry's story is awesome. And again, it, it goes back to Jesus. There's, there's no other example that we could give other than to say Jesus Christ is now in this man's life. And I'll never forget the first Sunday you came, Barry. Introduce yourself. And uh, we went and we had breakfast at Pickles with Ricardo, you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And you flat out said, I don't like organized religion. Yep. Not my thing. But then if you heard later... One thing he wants to do is bring people to know Jesus too. So, so from one extreme to now where we're at now, you went from a person who's like, I don't want to be around people, but now I want to bring people to know the Jesus that saved me. And so I love that in your story, Barry. And physically, you've transformed your life. Mentally, you've transformed your life. And now spiritually, your life's been transformed in Christ. So Barry Moser, uh, it's an honor to be able to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm Mariah. Uh, my hobbies include sitting at a ball field somewhere at some point in the day, and I have four children. I'm married, um, and I work in a doctor's office. Um, I heard about Life Church from my sister, Morgan. She was the first person to really be like, hey, come check it out. So I did, and I loved it. So it stuck, and we've been coming since um, last year at Good Friday was our first service where I really started coming every week. Before I met Jesus, I felt a disconnect somewhere. No matter how great I tried to be at whatever I was doing, being a mom, a wife, employee, sister, friend, I always felt like something was missing um, and I couldn't find something to fill that void until I started coming here and really thinking about my relationship with Jesus. I don't feel like I really have that spectacular moment of this is it right now. I just feel like every day I have reminders that he's there and he's with me and I'm doing things for a reason. Baptism to me is letting go of the person that I was before that didn't put Jesus in the middle of my life. I didn't live for him daily, and baptism is doing that. Um, I want to be baptized because for me, 
I feel like I'm ready to take that next step in my faith. Before, like like Pastor Mike had said, like it was this check a box thing. But now that I actually have a relationship with him, I don't feel that way. I feel like before we were like acquainted, but now I feel like I truly know him and I'm ready to take that next step. I want to help more in the church. I want to be more present and be wherever he puts me. I'm Raya and I'm getting baptized today. All right, so Mariah is one of our Life Kids moms. She has a couple of kids here, and that's how I've gotten to know her um, through it. And it was kind of cool just to see a mom to bring her kids back. And that's what I know you shared with me that that's what you kind of you started this journey of figuring out who he is. To that you didn't hinder your kids. You wanted something more for them, and that means a lot. There's something so special about it. Um, so today you get to set the example for your kids, which is absolutely awesome. So are you ready? Yeah. All right. Well, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I'm Anastasia, and I work here at the cafe, and um, I've been working here since the beginning of December, <laughs> and I do school online, and I intend to graduate before the end of this year, roller skating and playing video games. I like worked at the cafe, and I like met more people. I became more comfortable with coming by myself. And I always knew of Jesus, but didn't know him. I grew up in the Catholic Church, and so I always felt judged and like really out of place. Um, I did not like going to the church there. I didn't like really any of it. Um, I was like, oh, is this, <laughs> is this how it is, you know? And then I was introduced here, and I think, um, it was the second time I came here and it really moved me and I started coming more. I don't really have a moment where I like welcomed him into my life. I think I slowly just started to um, want a closer relationship with him. I want to have Jesus more in my life now and like have an actual relationship and not just like go to church and like stand, sit. <laughs> I want everyone to know that I'm giving my life to Jesus because that's not something you should be ashamed of. When you love someone, you're going to be passionate about them and you're not going to be afraid to admit your love for them. So, and I think it's a big part of it is not be ashamed or scared to tell other people about Jesus. So I feel like it's, it's just big. After my baptism, I want to get more involved and spread the gospel more and be more consistent with reading the Bible and spending time with Jesus. My name is Anastasia and I'm getting baptized.
Oh, wait. <laughs> Yay! Woo! I am so blessed to be able to baptize Anastasia today. She is one of my baristas in the cafe. She's amazing, and I love her dearly, and I'm so excited to see what the Lord has in store for her. So without further ado, Anastasia, I'm going to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So my name is Macy Sandlin, I'm a junior at Huntington North, I work at the Cafe of Hope, and I am a middle school campus life leader and am involved in campus life. So I've always had an understanding of Jesus, like I grew up in like the Christian household, but it was never like a real relationship, and then like a lot's happened through my life. And then finally I hit middle school, campus life came around, and then that changed me a little bit at first. And then I went to my first YSC camp, and that is kind of where everything really, like it's their motto, like this is where life can flip a little bit. So that's where everything changed. I welcomed Jesus into my life my seventh grade year of YFC camp. It was my first year, and my leaders really helped me realize that this is what I wanted to do with my life, and I wanted to like keep pursuing Him and really get to know Him because of how much He's changed in their lives and just hearing everyone's story. I knew that that was for me. So I've always wanted to be baptized. I always thought it was the coolest thing ever, seeing people get baptized because of how happy they were, and I was just like, yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> And I've just wanted to kind of, it's kind of like a thing for me to be able to show people like, hey, like, this is who I am. Like, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. I want to keep pursuing him and just kind of be able to show everyone like, hey, this is me. I have been changed by God in so many ways. It has definitely been a roller coaster, as I can say. Um, been through a lot of ups and downs. Recently been through some downs, but have gotten back up a lot by people in my life and everyone just helping me through everything. My campus life leaders, Tammy in general, love her. <laughs> and just everyone telling me that I can do it and just helping me through everything that's been going through my life. So how I wanna continue to follow Christ after this is to keep doing what I'm doing with campus life and helping kids. That's really my main focus is for like, that's why I started being a middle school campus life leaders because I just love hearing their stories and helping them towards their like faith and just helping them for all of that. My name is Macy and I'm getting baptized today. <laughs> so I'm Liz's, I'm Liz, I'm Liz, <laughs> Macy's campus life director. And man, I've seen her grow over these past three years since I've known her night and day. And every time she shows up on Wednesday mornings to love on these middle schoolers, she is there ready to go. And it's at 6 a.m. And she is like loving on these kids, learning their names and just the growth and transformation I've seen in Macy's life from when I met her, her freshman year till now, she's on fire for the Lord. And he has totally changed her heart. And I can see that in just how she functions in her everyday life. And man, I'm, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I am also very proud of Macy May. She is one of the coolest baristas we have in the cafe too. So 
I am just so blessed to be up here with you. And may see in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I'm going to baptize you. My name is Maggie Kaufman. I am a sophomore at the University of Southern Indiana. Um, I'm from Columbia City. I'm the middle child with two brothers. <laughs> I came to Life Church for a couple weeks. Um, this place has really felt like home to me, and I enjoy coming here. And being around all these people are very welcoming and very supportive. So, growing up, um, my parents we never really kind of went to church every Sunday. We were always either busy or we just didn't go. And it was always like known that I needed to pray and that I needed to read the Bible and do all that stuff. But I never really like did it until recently when I had something happen in my life. And now I've just kind of opened up to God and Jesus. Um, I decided to get baptized because I want to go to heaven and I want to have that connection with God and I want him to know me and I want to know him. And I just, want to learn more and just get better in my faith. It's so baptism to me means like washing away my sins and growing closer and having that connection with God and eventually being able to meet Him in heaven. Um, life after baptism, I feel like I'll be a more po positive person overall and I'll just accept God more and I'll look towards Him more and know that He's leading me to better things in life. Um, I want to come to church more often. Um, being at school five hours away during the winter, I want to be able to come online and watch here. And I want to be able to read my Bible more often. And I want to have those conversations with him and just have that connection. My name is Maggie and I'm getting baptized today. <laughs> All right, well, this is Maggie. Um, fun story, um, we actually are cousins, so um, fun fact for you, um, Maggie and her family started coming a little bit ago, and they recognized me on stage, and we were able to make that connection, which is so cool, um, but Maggie is decided, has decided today to take that personal step. Um, she was talking about how her faith has kind of been, um, you know, her family's, and she's been wanting to, to make it her own, so today is your day where you can, you can make it your own, and you can make it what God is calling you to do. So, Maggie, based on the profession of faith, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm Sawyer Kaufman. I'm a sixth grader at the Indian Springs Middle School. I'm in FFA 4-H and Boy Scouts. Well, I've always accepted Jesus in my life and in my heart, and I feel as if I'm at the age to take the next step and give my life back to Him. Well, my grandparents are one, and they encouraged and always took me to church, and also my great-grandpa Brown, who had tremendous faith in God and to this day I carry around his Bible and I have the cross that he wore around his neck every day. 
and I know that Grandpa Brown is looking down on me and leading me closer to God. I want to be baptized because I want God and Jesus to know me and I want to know them so when I get to heaven he doesn't look at me like a stranger. By coming to church every Sunday and reading the Bible and following God's word. My name is Sawyer Kaufman and I'm getting baptized. <laughs> Sawyer, first of all, I mean, I'm super proud of you. You know, there's, there's people that you meet as young men and you just have this feeling that someday they're going to change the world, you know, through their lives. And so when I first met you and you talked, you got this... You just got this old soul about you that, you know, wants to be a part of, of life, want to work hard, but then also use your life to be able to share the gospel. So I'm super excited to watch you grow, reach people for Christ, and again, just become the man that God's created you to be. So based upon that, I will now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. My name's Mike Clift. <clears throat> I work for the Huntington County Highway Department. I have uh, two kids, 19 and 16, Braden and Addison. Um, I love to hunt and fish. History of my life. Military brat. Four years in Germany. Dad did time in Desert Storm, came back. Parents split. They never really believed in the church for say. Um, I remember a little bit going when I was small, but not real hard. Got married in my early 20s, started having kids, thought I had life figured out, and about 20 years later, I got a rude awakening and realized I didn't. Uh, my wife and I were having problems, and uh, I thought I was being the good husband, working nonstop all the time, this and that, and finally things just boiled to a point to where I pushed her away, and. Uh, divorce happened. Before that, I it was on the verge of just breaking, and if it wasn't for my two kids, I don't know where I'd be right now. My kids asked me if I wanted to come to this church one Sunday, and I thought, what the heck you got to lose? Following Sunday, we come back, and uh, I will never forget this. You didn't know me from anything, and uh, you just put your hand on my shoulder and looked down at me and smiled, and that moment, I felt like Jesus was looking at me just saying, it's gonna be all right, and I just lost it from there, and I've been here ever since. I've realized every day I wake up is a good day. I'm still learning, I'm not perfect. And uh, once again, like I said, that that feeling that I can't explain, something just said, this is it. This is, you, you need to take the next step. Turn the page in the chapter. It's actually calmed me down a lot. You can ask anybody that knows me real well. I used to be a real hothead, so yeah, I mean, like I told my, I, my daughter looked at me one day and goes, Dad, you're being so calm anymore. It's kind of annoying. So <laughs> in my opinion, being baptized means I'm giving myself to Jesus and to be cleansed. Uh, I just, I hope that, you know, by him 
reaching out and grabbing me, I feel. And if my story can change one person that isn't quite ready to make that next step or like me is a little backwards from letting it loose, if I can help one person, I, that's all I care about. My name's Mike and I'm getting baptized today. Mike, the first time the first time that we met and we talked through your story, one of the things that stands out to me, and this is for all men, when we have enough humility to admit we didn't do it right, but we can do it right again, right, through Jesus. Like that's, that's what it means. That's how, God can use those who are willing to admit we need him. And so because of that and your profession of faith, I'll now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Brandon Baker. Um, I'm 24. I'm from Huntington originally, moved away for probably 15 years and then just recently found my way back. Uh, well, I originally did um, come up in a Baptist church. Um, I was, I would usually attend with my dad um, and my stepmom. And then as the years went on, I kind of went less and less, kind of fell away. Um, I uh, stopped going to church altogether, and uh, I just, I spent a lot of time separated from it, and it just, it my life reflected that. Um, I was in a long-term relationship, um, which ended around August of 2017 um, and then that kind of spiraled into other things. I was living by myself in Gas City and then my house ended up getting robbed. Um, they took everything down to the power strips the same month. Um, my car actually ends up getting stolen. My wallet was also stolen with it so it just kind of spiraled um, into me actually I, I had to give up the house and move back home and that kind of sent me into a depression, kind of finding my purpose where I belonged and I got really depressed and I got into a really low spot and I just something switched in me and I decided to pick up a Bible. It's almost like, you know how you see in movies like they have that frame where like there's a hand reaching out for you and then they eventually take it and they're pulled out of whatever trouble or darkness they're in or whatever. It was kind of like that. It just like, he just lifted me out of it. My family, they've helped me through all kinds of different things. It was like a switch flipped one day. And of course they're, they were attending the church at this, at this time. And um, of course they were bringing home your sermons and kind of telling me about who you were as a preacher. And I just, I liked what I heard, so I I ended up starting to attend. I'm getting better at recognizing the way God works in my life and the way I, He works in other people's lives as well. It's just, He's definitely given me some discernment. 
I don't need some crazy, like, you know, story where I magically rescue a bunch of people. I just want to tell people about him. If that's, if that's what he wants to call me to do, then I will gladly do it. Um, I just, if my faith can help people and push them towards living a life of faith, then I'd be more than, more than happy. Hi, my name's Brandon, and I'm getting baptized today. <laughs> Brandon, um, we're getting to know each other. We, have, we don't know each other too well. But what I do know about you is you're a firm example of life can suck sometimes. But then there's Jesus, right? I mean, bad things happen to good, good people all the time. And you realize that there's something out there that you need that you can't get from the world. And you're here today to share that with everybody else. So based on that profession of faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. My name is Stephanie Answa. I am a wellness coach and personal trainer in Roanoke, and I work for Parkview also. I grew up in uh, the Catholic Church. I went to Bishop Lewers um, for high school, uh, had gone all the way through K through 12 in um, Catholic school, and always felt like something was kind of missing. Kind of fell away from the church after high school because I wasn't being forced to go to church every single day. Got married, big Catholic family. Uh, just still felt super not connected to anything. We were married for a few years. Um, really wonderful man, just not a good situation. Um, I found myself uh, taking my happiness into my own hands and um, my marriage ended because of an affair on my end and um, kind of brought me to my knees. After my divorce um, and because of the way it ended, just an immense amount of heavy shame. Um, you know, that's, that's not what you're supposed to do in the Catholic Church. You're not supposed to get divorced. So there was shame from that. There was shame from the way it ended. Um, there was shame for now I'm on my own um, and have battled with that forever. And it's, you know, it was a struggle for me to kind of um, decide whether or not I was gonna be completely honest with, um, you know, why my marriage ended or if I was just gonna kind of gloss over it just enough, admit my wrongdoings and just, um, you know, move on from there. But um, I've been praying about it. I've asked other people to pray about it, um, to just be filled with the Holy Spirit and what I'm supposed to say maybe can help somebody else that's feeling all of the shame that, that I really battled with for a long time. I am in a group 
of uh, four women for a women's uh, like a small group, um, which feels unheard of being from a Catholic church. You know, they're they're wonderful women. We're all kind of experiencing this stirring of our soul, trying to pour into each other, pour into other people, um, and and we're just on this journey together. And I'm so grateful. My name is Stephanie Yenspa, and I'm getting baptized today. So Stephanie, first of all, a couple things. It takes a lot of courage to admit when you're wrong. It takes a lot of courage to admit when sin enters your life. But what people see through your story is the grace of Jesus Christ, right? That's, that's when we share our pain and we share our sin, then we also glorify him in the midst of of our sin because he's grace and mercy. The other part is, is that we all know what you feel when the enemy comes in and wants us to feel shameful, right? Because we all make mistakes and we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. And we know that the enemy, you know, is, is trying to do that. But today it just proves the enemy can't win, right? And that when we stand in front of people and say, the enemy tried to keep me away, the enemy tried to hold me back, but today, baptism is showing that he can't win, right? And that there is no shame, there is no condemnation that comes from those who are in Christ Jesus, right? So we celebrate that today, and we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Melanie Moon. Um, I am 43 years old. I am married and have a son, and we live in Warren, Indiana. I was raised in the church, uh, Methodist and Lutheran, all through middle school, high school, and all that. Got married, um, had gotten into figure, and was really buff, and took care of myself, and ate healthy, and then I had 18 people in my family die in an eight-month time frame. I started drinking and smoking cigarettes and everything just went out the door. It started in August of 2006. My, he would be my second cousin. He died of a massive heart attack and it was just kind of weird because it was the first time in my life that I lost somebody kind of close to me. So it was just a lot of what's happening, God? Why is all of this happening? Okay, I don't care. I'm just not gonna think about it anymore. So I started drinking, I got a divorce. And then I spent like five or six years hanging out with my friends and I'd go shopping and do whatever I wanted. I didn't care about anything. I'd work so I could go spend money. I think my husband was a good start in that. Um, he's not a believer at all. Um, but at the time it didn't really matter to me because I was living whatever life I wanted to anyway. He knew that the way that he was going to keep me was to get me pregnant, and I knew that was the only way that I would quit drinking. Nobody else listened to me. I told everybody I would not quit drinking until I got pregnant, and I just somehow knew that because I have really good intuition. So he got me pregnant, and I quit drinking, and I've been sober for nine years. Um, quit pop five years ago, quit cigarettes October of last year on my brother's 40th birthday. My friend dying, and. January and his, a year ago, January, and his wife asking me to come to church with her. 
Uh, I came to church with her one time and I loved that you were just no nonsense, tell it how it is. I don't like the sugarcoating thing. So I decided to start watching online. I want my child to love God and to love people. And the number one thing about God is love. And so even though I don't make it to church like I would like to, I watch online and he goes to the church behind us. So that helps too. But I want to set that example and hope that my husband someday will come to the Lord also. I want to get baptized for me. I've been baptized before as a kid, but now I want to do it so that I can, I feel like I'm continuing moving forward with my faith with the Lord. Like I want to do it for me and for him, not for anybody else or any other reason. I want him to take my story and share it with people. I know he's already using some of it, but I want to help people. I helped people for a really long time doing massage therapy and I don't do that anymore. So I'm trying to find another way to help people. And I think God will do that for me. My name is Melanie and I am getting baptized today. <laughs> Melanie, you know, sometimes when you listen to people's stories, you think it's somewhat unreal, right? Like some of the stuff that you were sharing, I'm like, wow, it's amazing how some of the circumstances of life can derail us, but amazing how Christ can bring us back, right? And in your witness, you know, through what you've gone through, and even now, you're saying living for Christ, and your son, your husband, those around you, seeing because of your love for Christ, that you could change other people. So excited to watch that, watch your journey, and watch you grow. So, based upon your profession of faith, I will now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. out there that wants to get baptized I always say the same thing like don't wait for tomorrow you know I've lived enough of my life to know that tomorrows don't always come and so during this last song right you can stand worship for those who want to come up and get baptized just come over here to the table Taylor and, and the staff will help you guys get ready to go through but we will just keep going and we will baptize and keep singing and worshiping until the last person comes up. So as we sing this song, make your way up and, and uh, again, don't miss the opportunity. If you feel a tug on your heart, it's for a reason, right? And answer that call. The head that once was crowned with thorns is crowned with glory now the savior knelt to wash our feet now at his feet we bow the one who wore our sin and shame now robed in for all to see. 
day is very special to me. Uh, I've looked at you my whole life, and, and it could have went so many different ways. God put you in my life for a reason. God surrounds us with people every day that we just take for granted, but uh, that's a love that I can't, I can't uh, but help to push on to the next generation, Dad, and that's from you. Thank you for everything you've done, and look to him because he does have all the answers. Altar, based upon your profession of faith, we will now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Just hold on. forget it. These are some young boys who are willing to, to be used by God to change the generation in this world today. And so, London, as a young man, it's awesome to watch you standing here saying that you want to go to heaven and you want to follow Jesus the rest of your life, right? So, London, based on that profession of faith, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
I talking? Oh, cool. Um, this is Lydia, and um, she has been coming to Life Church and just super involved in campus life, and she has really taken a stride into learning about Jesus and what her faith in Jesus means. It's been amazing to watch her go from someone who said that she loved Jesus to someone who walked with Jesus. And I am so proud to be baptizing her in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Jeffrey. Jeffrey is my short crew who started coming six, like six months ago, and he came in asking so many questions about Jesus, asking who he was and who he was in his life, and it was just so cool to watch him go from someone questioning Jesus to someone who wanted Jesus, someone who wanted to show his friends who Jesus was in their life. So I have the privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. before, but when life hit you hard, you realize kind of where you were, and you've come to know Jesus over that period of time, and you're wanting to now dedicate your life to follow him the rest of your life. So based on that profession of faith, Brianna, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
is resurrecting me. Corbin says he wants to follow Jesus and let Jesus into his heart. And he wants to live for Jesus so other people can see Jesus in him one day. And so Corbin, based on your profession of faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. another one of my middle schoolers who came into this year just not really knowing what a relationship with Jesus was. And she took the time this year to learn what that was and ask so many questions. And we met multiple times for a Bible study and just talked about what it meant to fiercely love Jesus in front of your friends, in front of your family, what that means. And I am so proud that she decided to come up here because she was so nervous about it. And I said, don't worry about it. We're all cool here. So and it is my privilege to baptize you, Brooklyn, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. King 
is resurrecting me. So this is Brinley. Brinley uh, says she has four other siblings and it makes life stressful. <laughs> and one of the things she wants to do is she feels that by her baptism, her siblings would see who Jesus is. And so she wants to show her family who Jesus is through a baptism and to, to follow him after this decision today. And so Brinley, based on your profession of faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is Devin, uh, and Devin is actually Brinley's stepmother, and Devin, at similar reasons, wants to lead her family to know Jesus. There's more story we could share another day and another time, and it would be awesome, but Devin wants to step up within her home and show her family Christ by the way that she lives and by who he is working through her. And so, Devin, based on your profession of faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. middle schoolers, Alyssa, who came into the first year, or at the beginning of the year, and was just coming because her friends came, and just became because it was somewhere to be, and over the year, I watched her just question all the great questions, and ask who God is, and realize that no matter if your life is awesome, or your life sucks, Jesus is there, that no matter what is happening in your life you have a community of believers that is around you so it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit
So we're gonna end the service right with one more song, right? So again, part of our, that's right, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So again, we're going to end with a song. Feel free to go if you want to go or stay and worship with us together, whatever you want to do. But during this last song, we want to be able to celebrate together everything that God has done through those who were a part of reaching, those who got baptized, and, and even most importantly, those who will continue to carry out the Great Commission watch the world change, take background from the enemy, and allow Jesus Christ to be uh, beautiful in this world that we live in. So again, thanks for being with us. We were in worship during this last song. Feel free to go if you want to go or stay in worship with us.